The podcast you're about to hear will inspire, innovate, give you insight, and take you on the wings of leadership. This is why we call it the I3L. Inspiration, innovation, insight, and leadership. Get ready to embark on the journey to greatness with Kayode Okuta. Yeah, welcome to the I3L podcast again. It's such a great thing to enter into your space and um, to know that we're delivering value to you. Yes, we're here for you to ensure that your leadership journey is beautiful and your experience are wonderful. Now, last week we spoke about the business of performance. And we said it's either you have results or you have excuses. And that the job of the leader is to get results. And I'm certain that you have started getting results where you are. And always do not forget that wherever you are, you may be a team lead, you may be a husband, you may be a leader anywhere in the profit, non-profit organization. You could be a senator, you could be a governor. Wherever you are, you're a leader, you're playing leadership roles. You can even be a class captain. You know, one of the things that propelled me, yes, let me use the word propel, that propelled me to do leadership podcast is the fact that I entered into leadership when I was in university and before then I had never been a class captain. And so I didn't know that there were many dynamics of leadership. It wasn't just in getting results that many, many dynamics in leadership. You know, the election is coming up very soon. And I hear lots of contestants give many, many advices. And one thing that's always clear to me is the fact that they have not been tested. You would always find out that most of their ideologies will not stand the test of time. I mean, I respect Barack Obama as president of the United States, but when he was going to become president, my mind said to me, he said, look, this guy has never been class captain. He has never been. He has never held a leadership position. And I knew that he would be paralyzed by leadership. I don't think he will be called one of the greatest American presidents. Yes, there probably was no scandal with him, but there will be no major achievement with him because leadership involves certain kinds of risk. And those kind of risks can only be taken when you have developed your risk ability and that's and that can only be found in the trenches and once you have never been in the trenches you will never know how to do those things so welcome again to business of productivity one of the greatest puzzles in leadership is how do we unlock the productivity of people the productivity of teams organizations nations materials and capital and do you know that the job of leadership is to solve the puzzle so it's always a puzzle leadership that how do we unlock the productivity of people, the productivity of teams, the productivity of organizations, nations, materials, capital, and the job of leadership is to resolve the puzzle. Now, it's the job of leadership to improve their own and others' productivity. The late sage, Peter Drucker, used to talk about knowledge workers' productivity as being tough, very tough to improve. But in these days of Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, I believe that it's even much tougher. Now, do you know that entrepreneurship is the driving force behind the creation of value? Yes, entrepreneurship is the driving force behind the creation of value. But do you know that productivity is the utilization of resources to extract maximum value? So you could be an entrepreneur, but if you're not utilizing resources to extract maximum value, you probably will not survive. You know, the resources that are in the leader's care and trust and if you are like most people in organization, you know that the resources are insufficient in regards to the demands. Hence, productivity is the very first test of the leadership competence. So the degree to which resources are utilized and their yield is 
the test for leadership. So the degree to which you utilize resources and ensure their yield is the test of leadership. Productivity is no accident. It's always the result of a dedicated, dedica dedicated, focused, intelligent plans and a spirit of excellence. Now, you would asking me, what is productivity? Productivity is the measurement of input and output of resources. It's the state of being productive, fatal, and efficient. It can also be explained as the rate at which goods and services are produced. And leadership must understand that the totality of resources available to her, the use of those resources to further organizational goals, and how to increase productivity, be aware of the high cost of low productivity. All right. So when leaders understand the totality of resources available to her, when leaders use the resources to further organizational goals, when leaders know how to increase productivity and be aware of the high cost of productivity, they will be able to do this by measuring the input output of resources and increase productivity so that the cost of productivity can be lowered. Now, there are many things I will talk about in the business productivity. Number one, when you talk about business productivity in any context, maybe individual teams, families, nations, you're going to be talking about the productivity of individuals themselves. I mean, an omelette is only as good as the eggs. So the individuals that make the organization themselves have to be productive. Now, you're also going to be talking about the productivity of teams. So when people come together, they come back as teams. So how do teams work together? Because when teams work together, they can get good results. Like uh, Michael Jordan used to say, he said, individuals play a game, but teams win the championship. Individuals play a game, but teams win the championship. Remember, we spoke about the fact that there's the productivity of individuals, there's the productivity of teams. And so if you get the productivity of individuals and the productivity of teams, you can also speak about the productivity of organizations and you can also speak about the productivity of nations now when you do this you're talking about things like efficiently deploying resources to critical areas the removal of distractions and the use of right tools and technology and probably the use of soft tools like positive reinforcement all these things come together when they are studying the business of what productivity all right as we continue, let me also make you understand that most organizations do not have the luxury of additional resources. I mean, one of the things we studied in basic economics was the fact that there was limited resources, unlimited ones. So most organizations do not have the luxury of additional resources and hence must derive value from existing resources. So the question that comes to leaders is how do you assess maximally your most productive assets and resources? Now, these questions that come to uh, leaders is not only for leaders, it also comes to countries. I mean, because in countries, the goal of leadership is also to increase the productivity of our citizens. Thus, because productivity accounts for the development of societies and the backwardness of others. Countries are measured by productivities. Increased productivities creates economic growth. Increased productivities allow firms to produce greater output for the same level of input so they can earn higher revenues and ultimately generate higher gross domestic product. Leaders, hence, must pay attention to the business of 
productivity. Now, like I like to do, I like to give you seven things that would help you in this business of productivity. Number one is that leaders must understand that the productivity of capital, materials, and people can make or break organization or even a country. One of the things that led to England or the Great Britain ensuring that many of the economies were given freedom was because of the fact that the concept of keeping those colonies was so huge and it was destroying the economy of Great Britain. So the productivity of capital is very important. The productivity of material is very important. The productivity of people can make or break a country or even an organization. Now, number two thing I want you to always understand about the business of leadership is that it's the goal of leadership to increase and improve the productivity of people for the same resources if you want to get a higher output or a higher yield. For we are in a season where we have to get more from less. And that's a worldwide trend. Low productivity translates to low performance and in business, lower profit and in non business decreased effectiveness so if you are performing well if you have low productivity inevitably you have low performance and if you have low performance you have low profit even in business and if you're not enough uh, for not uh, for profit you would have low effectiveness of your mission you won't be able to achieve your goals in changing lives number three productivity in the light of organizational mission is different from activity as it always leads to value that helps both personal, team, organization, society. So whenever you are productive, it's not activity. Activity is not the name of the game. Productivity is the name of the game because productivity leads to leads to value and activity just leads to what? Energy dissipation. Number four, productivity is enhanced by removing hindrances and obstacles. And it's the goal of a leader to actively and deliberately seek out those hindrances and those things affecting productivity and take it out so as a leader you would ask yourself what are the things affecting the productivity of my people what are the things affecting the productivity of this organization what are the things affecting the productivity of this country that's the role of the leader let me give you a very good example. I remember when I used to work for a telecom firm and people felt that we're spending so much time on emails and not enough time. So the product, maybe they felt that products of people was not commensurate with the amount of the reward they were being given. What did they do? They, they checked our use of emails during organizational hours or the use of non-office emails during organizational hours. So... It's the job of leadership to ask themselves what are the things we need to do to ensure that we can keep producing at the level in which we're doing. Now, so productivity is not just doing more, it's creating value with less. <laughs> that's beautiful. And that's tweetable. Productivity is not just doing more, it's creating value with less. Now, we will never have enough resources. We would have more to do, but with even the ones available to you, how do you extract maximum value from them? That's the job of productivity. So productivity is enhanced. That's the sixth one I'm going to talk to you about. Productivity is enhanced by many tools like contribution, focus, and delegation. Most management system and our tools are meant to enhance productivity in organizations and in societies. Finally, Productivity demands what should be done and what should not be done. 
let me quote the late sage Peter Drucker again. There's nothing as wasteful as doing something very well that should never have been done at all. There's nothing as wasteful as doing something very well that should never have been done at all. So, in these days, how do you lead the productivity of countries, the productivity of uh, organizations, the productivity of teams, and the provision of people? Let me just do the provision of um, uh, the productivity of people and um, and how it's enhanced. Let me use this opportunity to also make the fact that if you want more, then you probably will call us for a consulting engagement and we'll do more. Now, let's go straight to the productivity of people. Now, I think four things are the things that really enhance the productivity of people. Number one, decision management, attention management, energy management, and time management. Time management used to be what everybody's thinking about. How, what do you focus on the high priority areas? So what do you focus your time on? But we later evolved also to energy management. What time? How, how do I get the best out of people? The morning people, night people, people, some people are morning nights. How do I get the best out of them? Later on, we talk about attention management. We live in a place where we have low attention span. In fact, a lot of people have ADD now, attention deficiency syndrome. A lot of people have it. Now, that's a challenge for many organizations that have open doors, you understand? Because if you're always distracted, you probably do not have enough time to think through solutions. So most organizations have started even giving their workers the ability to work from home so that you can have structured block time that only you could work and you'll be able to deliver a kind of result that you want. And also decision management. Because there's so many decisions that you have to make. You have to teach people how to take decisions, how to make decisions so that it doesn't take their energy off. You cannot be making many insignificant decisions and leave the major decisions undone. So it's part of the things that enhance productivity of the people. Now, so like I said earlier on, the productivity is what determines how, whether you will deserve the job that you are getting or you will absolutely do not deserve that job. So it is the job of leadership to improve their own and the people that follow them's productivity. And I challenge you today as we round up this week's podcast and we're looking forward to next week's own, that you should think about how would you extract maximum value from the very few things that you have. Remember, it's creating value with less. Creating value with less. You don't need more. You think, how do I create more with less? God bless you and see you next week.